This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It was a dark and dismal day in Warsaw with the cold and rain so uninviting. A 1-0 lead was thrown away with the ghosts of Mansfield's past aligning. Yet yeah, the noise and hope wouldn't die from within the stands as the mighty stags kept fighting. And Alex McDonald grabbed a poacher's goal to give us the silver lining. On Halloween night, we're here again to chew the fat and gristle, so ignore the knocks upon the door and the cries of trick-or-treat. For the time we're soon past to bring Saturday and the glorious sound of the referee's whistle. To hear the cheer as Cook scores goals, all from Khan's dazzling feet. Yes, it's time again to have a good old natter with a tedious, spooky poem to say this is Mansfield Matters. I'm sorry. Cue the bloody theme tune. I am really, really sorry. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast, where Halloween gags will be about as infrequent as the use of the words toxicity, solidified and galvanised. We're back together and in high spirits. Not a gag, by the way, as Mansfield win on the road at Warsaw to end October on a high. Tonight, we reflect on a relatively successful month and look ahead to November, asking if the Stags can light up the league table like a firework lights up the sky. As always, we welcome your comments and questions in the live feed. Plus, we'll hear from John Dempster and Otis Khan. Our home form has been not good enough. We've had some unfortunate results uh, and other times we've underperformed. I think the support on Saturday gives us another gear. Um, when they're singing the way they do and, and supporting the players like they did, I think it drives you on and it breeds confidence and it goes throughout the team and spider webs through. My note is uh, strength, uh, strength uh, 
obviously ahead is winning the ball. He's good in the air. So I know if I beat my man and get the ball in there, he's got uh, a really good chance of scoring. So I'm just doing my bit, then he does his bit for the team and gets on the end of it. We've changed recently to the 4-4-2 formation. We've been doing more of that work on the training ground. Cook is coming in, so we know his aerial presence is um, he's very strong. So I think the stuff that we've been doing in training has definitely helped. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast. Trick or treat! No, it's just Cam's face. Sorry, couldn't resist. Let's get the show underway. Don't adjust your sets, it's a frightening sight that you see. It's Cam and Nathan back on the Mansfield Matters podcast. That's a couple of months away, mate. All right, sorry. Yeah, I was pretty... I'll tell you what it is, it's because the clocks went back and I, I lost all track of all sense of time. <laughs> uh, very good evening to you and welcome to the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield Matters. Wrong! Oh, that was horrible. Wrong, because Halloween matters. No, no it doesn't. All right, OK. Uh, I sincerely promise that throughout this show there will be no Halloween gags, uh, there will be no reference to Halloween, and there will be, be no references to words such as toxicity, galvanised, and solidified. Yes, we have a bell this week. I did promise it a couple of weeks ago. We have got a bell. Itch. It's an app on Cam's phone. Anyway, before we all, you all start losing interest, we are back together. Sorry we couldn't be with you uh, last week. There was various reasons for that. Work commitments, as always, and mainly... Him. Uh, Nathan, please explain why you were out of the country last week. Yeah, I guess you could probably take a good guess of it, really. I was out on holiday again. Uh, it was slightly work and, and play this time, so it's all good. But I'm starting to think that if anybody out there wants to you know, sponsor holidays, because it might mean we'll get promotion, because we seem to do well whenever I go. So uh, might have to do it more often. I just live out there. I'm, I'm, I'm considering it, to be honest. Why yeah, not? but that's one hell of a commute for the podcast. To oh, a fair, true, yeah. Every Thursday. Yeah, you'd have to really solidify those air miles. I'm galvanised enough to do it. <laughs> We're creating a toxic atmosphere here. Oh, give up the go. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Uh, right, let's get started before this goes up into a tangent where nobody wants to go. Nathan was listening on a beach. Cam, where were you? Where, where was I? Last Saturday. Any idea? No, I can't remember where I was last Saturday. I'll tell you where I was. I was in Warsaw watching us win two one. Oh, victory! Was at, victory at last, Nathan. When the news filtered across the sea uh, and into your ears, what were your thoughts of the matches you were listening, no doubt, on uh, I follow Stags abroad? Uh, for a long time, I was dreading it was going to be a, a replay of uh, Port Vale. The fact that they scored uh, their equaliser so late on in the first half, it just you know, I was thinking it's going to be an absolute uh, typical Mansfield to draw two two and, uh, and and do it. But to be fair to us, we uh, we we looked strong and we were the better team and we de- deserve the win. And before Cam gets there, well done, Alex McDonald. Yeah, let me let me just point out. Oh, I forgot. If we, if we rewind the uh, podcast, I did say I prefer him away than at home. So uh, and that was away. So there we go. Well, you see, the thing is now I called him a poacher after the game on uh, <laughs> Saturday. I said poachers finish because he was a poachers finish. And if any of you follow me on Instagram, you'll also see uh, the video of me recording the absolutely 
absolutely brilliant, fantastic intro to tonight's show. Uh, and I also tagged him in that. And I said, if he scores on Saturday inside the box, that we will use Cam's company to get some Alex Macca poacher t-shirts made. <laughs> Exclusive Mansfield Matters uh, branded content to really help solidify the podcast in the build-up to Christmas. Uh, anyway, uh, Cam, obviously uh, uh, that 2-1 uh, win. You were having a bit of banter with Nathan on the group chat when Alex McDonald scored that poachers finish seriously though in, in all in all fairness after that defeat to Salford how critical was that victory away at Warsaw oh definitely I think if you're going to get a, a, a victory anyway you're going to go for the for the least formed team in probably the entire country aren't you so always that I think that's now the fifth win the 50 feet, 50 on, the bounce, feet yeah. on the bounce and we know how difficult it is to get out of them ruts and we we seem to have got uh, all ball Salford game we're unfortunate not to get the win there because we, we just chances didn't fall away which was just unfortunate but those games happen but all round it's been a, a you'd probably say a pretty decent month and I think that was by far one of the better performances all just all round yeah disappointing to come see late yet again in late in the half but there are positive to, uh, positives to take out the game as a whole because we're obviously going ahead in... It was, it was a good goal. Well-worked goal. Um, Very similar to the one at Forest Green as well. Fantastic yeah. cross, yeah. And, and, cook, and cook yeah. it. Yeah, well, of course, it'd be Andy Cook that scores at Walsall. It was absolutely brilliant. Quality. As always, get your comments in uh, below. We want to hear your thoughts on your team. Drop us a comment below and I'll try and keep up with them. Uh, on uh, my phone which I've got in front of me to try and get all your comments tonight this is much uh, as much your place to have your say as it is uh, for us to chat absolute waffle for the next <laughs> hour or so uh, talking of the next hour or so we had a little bit of banter earlier and I've got a bit of a competition for you for you guys uh, I know you like a little bit of competition you guys can join in the comments as well how many Halloween gags am I going to get in between now and the end of the podcast how many am I going to get in Mm. Uh, these have to be these are jokes rather than just like off the cuff games. I know. Like I know already. Go on. Too many. Too, ma oh, too <laughs> many. Go on. You're saying too 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 many. Go on. How many are you saying? Uh, I'm probably going to guess like five or six. Okay, he's gone for five or six. We'll see at the end of the uh, of the show. Let's go mm -hmm. back to the action day because you mentioned in there, Cam, uh, about October. It's the end of October. It's the 31st uh, today, Fright Night. Um, November starts tomorrow we a month ago at the end of September we were looking at a side who had one win in eight games we have really turned that form around around now Nathan bar for that um, defeat at home to Salford you would say it's probably been a relatively good month for Mansfield wouldn't you I mean if we managed to put a couple of those 24 chances that we created against Salford we could have been saying what a perfect month it has been really because there were some tricky fixtures in there you know, especially the likes of uh, uh, Forest Green away for example so to come away from there with a point um, and like I said unfortunately we did we did uh, let slip against Salford but at least we did what we needed to do and, and answered that with a, with a victory away at, at Warsaw which uh, it's probably a bit early to say it was a six point but they were um, just below us on the table I think it was three points before the kickoff. I think so 
Um, don't quote me on that, I'm probably wrong, but I know it was pretty tight and uh, we now can look at those teams below us. We've played them, I think we played them all, well, sorry, before that game, and we'd beat them all apart from Warsaw, and then we did that. So, um, you know, good month, and I think now it's important to keep that momentum, but as... Uh, as it said in the intro there, Dan Dempster said, is we need to start our home form. That's the bit that's letting us down at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. It's, if you look at that home form, it's uh, not the greatest at the minute. Obviously, the last couple of home games, obviously, defeat to uh, Salford. The 6-1 victory over Oldham in there as well. Uh, a 1-0 defeat to Plymouth and a 4-0 defeat to Cambridge in the last four home games. So, uh, But it's not the greatest of forms. But if we can turn those into more positive results over the next uh, month or so, um, it's going to be great. But the next month is a bit of a weird one in contrast. Come Obviously, only one home game in the league, two away trips to Macclesfield and Swindon, but also got a couple of cup games in there. Burton in the EFL Trophy, which nobody will care about until we get towards the final and solidify a bit more momentum. Um, and of course we've got the uh, FA Cup game in there as well at home to Chorley so you realise we're going to deafen everyone ah, with that you're right it'd be, <laughs> it'd be fine they're used to it by now it's, this is what makes Mansfield matters Mansfield matters um, in all seriousness though it's so so important I, I would arguably say that Saturday's home game is probably the linchpin of the season in terms of where we can go from here because the tables is, is starting to form teams are starting to gather momentum and gather pace one thing we need to do now is manage to break that duck and start to turn a corner because when you look at over the Christmas per period those uh, those games at home are starting to rack up a little bit more aren't they so we need to start getting some points on the board at home oh definitely uh, it's going to be difficult but We've shown this month that we we have turned a corner-ish. Don't say it. You've said it, haven't you? You've said it. Yeah, that's what we said But a while ago. Whether we have, I think, really does come down to Saturday because we've had... We didn't play poorly against Salford. We just couldn't take his chances. And then Plymouth, at the end of last month, we were unfortunate... Uh, just it was just an absolute world here. We uh, another game where we couldn't take his chances, but this month we we've seen to take his chances and we've and we've battled hard, especially against Grimsby, especially against Forest Green, and to get decent results after them too it, is fantastic. But now we've got another team coming to us where obviously we have struggled at home. Let's see if we have turned the corner because it's great doing it away from home but you've not got 4,000 fans watching you the, the, the issue is this next month there's some pretty tricky uh, fixtures in there if you obviously exclude the cup games so I don't even include got, the cup games in there but go on go for your, your well, I, what mind. I say excluding the cup games is I, as in the Burton one probably doesn't matter as much uh, no one's going to care if we go out I don't think yes uh, they oh point. yes they oh. will oh, oh yes, you, you will and normally I would agree but at the moment I, I kind of don't but anyway uh, we'll come on to that in a little bit but um, the problem we've got is that we've got Colchester at home obviously on Saturday and Colchester um, I've been looking at some of their sort of match reports and listening to some of their fans on vlogs and things like that. And at the moment, they are seem to be putting, playing pretty well. Obviously, they got they got a good cup cup run at the moment uh, through to the quarterfinals of the Carabao Carabao Cup, which is fantastic for them. So let's hope that their mind is a little bit on on Old Trafford. But obviously, that's a little bit, little bit further away. Probably won't be yet. But they have got 
sort of the, the wind in the sails at the moment they are flying and I think they'll come to us very confident and you flip that and we're not very confident at home at the moment but at least we are playing better we are performing a bit more now and we are creating chances so I think it will be a good gauge on Saturday to see really where we are and what what we're going to be like against big teams because going somewhere like Swindon away that is also going to be a big challenge for us it always is anyway but that, I think at the moment they're they're not flying, but they're, they're, they're a good side this year. And the thing there about the home form is there is a bit of a banana skin to throw in there in terms of slipping up and changing the way we've been playing. And that's the fact that we're going to be missing, it looks likely that we're going to be missing that massive key figure in Christian Pierce, who obviously went off injured uh, yeah. later on in that Warsaw game. Matt Preston came on to replace him. But the fact that we're playing a 4 4 2 at the moment, perhaps it, that balances it out a little bit because. The only thing we've not got it would be that central defensive cover, but big shoes to fill for Matt Preston. Oh, definitely. Um, you're filling the shoes of the player that made the, the football league team of the season last season, and for a team that well, essentially didn't get promoted, that was Chief played absolutely out of his skin last season, and he's. I think all round the team's not been as good this season, but there has been games where they've just had absolute worldies. For example, I know it's six one, blah blah. Oldham at home, all round good performance, and we can see that we are a good team, and we can actually do good things. But when we're getting niggling injuries like missing Chief, Danny's still out injured, Davo's still out injured. Who's Davo? You mean Davo? Davo. Davo, 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 Davo. Davo. But Devo. then, what you'd expect in maybe defensive cover, someone like Lewis Gibbons, he's also out injured because he's had to come yeah, back from Boston. Boston. So, yeah. who, who would you fill the gap with? Obviously, personal play. <laughs> who do you then fill that gap with? Because we're now getting these little injuries that maybe, well, two or three weeks tops but we're, they're missing for key games. This is where I think Connie Shaughnessy is a big signing for us, not only for the performance point in there, but we know he can drop back there. Yeah. And then we've got Hayden White, who yeah, is, who's, who's back, who can go there. Um, but I think most importantly, I'm, <laughs> I'm not happy we've got injuries, but in some ways it's probably a good thing. So I think if we was fully fit at the back, we'd probably still be trying this 3-5-2. This and at the moment, uh, well, that hasn't been working for a long time. And at the moment, we've been forced a little bit into playing 4-4-2. And it's working for us. Absolutely. Well, let's get the uh, thoughts now of Stag's boss, John Dempster, who's been talking about uh, that home form. And, of course, uh, the absence, the likely absence of Stag's defender, Christian Pierce. Let's hear now from the Stag's boss, John Dempster, who was speaking earlier this week about the home form and Christian Pierce to I Follow Stag's. Our home form's been not good enough. We've had some unfortunate results uh, and other times we've underperformed. I think the support on Saturday gives us another gear. Um, when they're singing the way they do and, and supporting the players like they did, I think it drives you on um, and, and, it, and it breeds confidence and it goes throughout the team. It spider webs through. I think at times we've been a little bit anxious at home because of the frustration that we haven't had the results we wanted and that sometimes can affect the players but I've seen a real shift in energy at home as well um, you know being applauded off at half time 
um, just the the general shouts going to the players are a lot more positive than they were in the early parts of the season and believe me when I say I, I know because I've, I've played um, numerous games for Mansfield and when, when the home crowd are with the team and that's the most important thing are with the team it makes a real difference I think he'll be touch and go for this weekend um, he's got a, a, a low grade strain in his groin he was keen to play on on, on on Saturday but I think we made the right call with that one now having spoken to the medical team uh, we're very fortunate to have the cover of, of Matt Preston who um, I believe is one of the best centre-backs in League 2 and could probably play higher so it shows our strength and depth and it's an opportunity for him to come in the team and perform like he did when he came off the bench but the sooner we can get KP back the better of course because he's been colossal over the last few years for the football club and um, he's a big big character in the dressing room Stakes boss John Dempster speaking earlier this week to iFollow Stakes you can watch that in full by heading across to mansfield.town.net forward slash iFollow hey Cam why couldn't the skeleton play football anymore because his heart wasn't in it no? Okay. okay. That sucks. Oh, okay. That was awful. That wasn't awful. That was awful. <laughs> More to come later. Anyway, let's uh, talk about the, what John Dempster mentioned in there. Getting that home for I mentioned the support there. The support, as you most probably heard on iFollow when you were listening, Nate, was absolutely phenomenal yeah. on Saturday at Warsaw. Getting that positivity back, getting rid of that toxicity. Um, Thank you. Um, that's going to be really key because at the start of the season it was getting so, so bad it was really like a witch's brew pot and it was really becoming a cauldron of horrible negativity and that seems to have stemmed away now, flown away on the witch's broom and brought in a positive, swept a positive energy into the club. How key is that going to be on Saturday against Colchester to make that noise, to create that atmosphere, to get the players playing positive football and get that victory? Well that's the next uh, next challenge for, for us as supporters to try and bring that to you know to, to the one call stadium a little bit more um, because it probably hasn't been there for a lot of the season but you know, I, a lot of that is down to the fact to how we were playing as well. Uh, obviously, it would be nice to just get behind your team all the time, but it's, when you're not playing well, it's hard. It's hard to do that. And uh, and although the the results haven't been well, they've been better, but they haven't still been fantastic. What we probably would have hoped for. The most important thing is our performance have been getting out. It's been getting better, and I think that's why now. You know the crowd are you start to support the team a little bit more and get behind them because they're starting to do things that are getting the crowd off the off the, off the seats, getting a little bit more excited. You know, um, and and creating things and that's what you want to see. You know, I think we have a bit more belief now in the team uh, to to go out there and and actually take it to teams. It doesn't mean we're going to win every game or get the results we always want us as we saw uh, against Salford but at least we can see now what we're capable of doing so you know moving on to Saturday it's going to be a tough game uh, against Colchester who like I said we were doing very well um, so yeah I mean us giving them the support and helping the players who have probably got more confidence in themselves now through uh, through good results and good performances but we can still give them a little bit more through our support to them as well so um yeah, it'll be, it'll be massive over this next month, which I think is going to be challenging. I think one player who's been critical to that over the last couple of games is Andy Cook. We're really starting to see him now, Cam, come into to his own. And we can see now why he's so highly raced and why he scored so many goals. It's just playing simple football and playing to his strengths rather than trying to ask him to do a different 
different job and yes well we, we missed uh, Danny Rose a little bit in that uh, Forest Green game where he was absent but I think we learnt from that towards the second half of the game played with what we'd, we'd got and we've really started to get the best out of Andy Cook now and the celebration at Warsaw said it all didn't it I think that's just a massive middle finger to the, the Walsall <laughs> fans to be honest because yeah we were highly rated but it, it just seemed that we were in a, a whirlwind of abuse to be honest but you know, it, it, it galvanises a player when you, you go back to a former team and how, how often well, how Ali Palmer you know exactly yeah, Ali Palmer yeah. does it uh, We've had plenty of players do it to yeah, us, we, it's it, nice to have one of our players do it back to their old club. Exactly, and it, it's good because he's now playing with that confidence, he, he's getting the goals. We knew that he was going to be a good player when he came in, but it was just finding his feet, and it, it's taken a while, but now he's starting to get there, it's uh, it's a fan, absolutely fantastic signing. Let's just hope that we keep his feet on the ground as a team because we can't be it's more than just one player just like oh this is going to be easy now no we've got to stick together as a team and if we've got confidence as a team and you can play some good football then we're going to get the goals and eventually we're going to get the wins that we, we so desperately need and we talk about the end product as well Nathan in terms of Andy Cook getting on the end of things that in itself is hard to defend against when you get a big burly striker in the box and I don't just talk about him I'm not saying big and burly as in he's just going to lump it up to him man he can play it on the floor he's very dangerous at running at players he can pick a pass out he's got that all round edge to his game but when you've got the service coming from the wide areas like Alex McDonald and in particular Otis Khan that's really key to unlocking uh, players and at the moment if you're uh, a right back and you're thinking I don't fancy Saturday at the minute because Otis Khan is on absolute fire isn't he yeah I think he has been since uh, since pre-season to be honest he's had a couple of games where he's uh, you know disappeared out of the game but that's because we've had a, quite a few games where the whole whole team has so um, but for me so far this season he's been the standout player for me I think he looks the one that's most sort of willing to, to create something out of nothing really you know as we saw at Forest Green and, and as we saw at Warsaw it was his his uh, driving forward and his sort of quick feet um, and ability to put in a decent decent cross which uh, you know created two goals for us so um, he's, he's exciting and this is the Otis, Otis card that you know, we thought we, we signed a couple of years ago that he did so well at Yeovil unfortunately it hadn't happened for him you know uh, over previous seasons with us Injuries and whatever uh, contributed to that, but now he's, he's got his running aside and he's deserving the the plaudits that he's getting. And um, and and for the strikers in particular, you know, one thing I was worried about, well, not worried about because obviously we've, I think we've recruited very well in the summer, but we don't. In the previous season, we've always been sort of reliant on one or two players to get the goals. You know, last year Tyler Walker getting a lot, and CJ did chip in with quite a few himself, but past those two, the numbers for the rest of the squad are pretty low seasons before we've had Matt Green being the talisman and again the rest of the team being pretty low but this year we've got the likes of obviously Danny Rose has got off to a fantastic start unfortunately he's out but uh, hopefully he'll come back and still be the player that he started off as uh, but we've got Nicky Maynard who we know can put the ball in the back of the net if he's given the service and now we're seeing Andy Cook doing it and now he's starting to get a couple of uh, midfield players chipping in and I think it's only a matter of time before Otis Khan gets his goal too so um that is exactly what we need we need goals from all over and not rely on one player because that's where we've probably 
fallen short in the past. And the good thing about um, the Otis Khan situation, Cam, as well, is you can terrorise the right back for 30 minutes, and then all of a sudden he'll switch over to the to the opposite side, give the left back hell, and it's just crazy because he's been given such freedom by John Dempster, and credit must go to Dempster for this, that he can play wide left and hog the touchline, or he can happily come into the middle. And like John Dempster has said in, in his press cuttings and his press interviews, it's difficult to know as a defender who's picking him up. Is it the, the fullback? Is it one of the midfielders that's got to track him? Is it a centre half? And that creates so much chaos where your players like McDonald, Cook, Maynard, etc., etc., can exploit those holes. And that's such a massive part of our game which we continue and we need to continue to exploit. Oh, definitely. I think it comes back to the team playing with confidence because we've seen in the past where we've been a bit down in the dumps and no one's really making them runs. But now, now that we are, it does open them them gaps up for players to then play a ball through or whatever. And it's like uh, Oldham at home, Connor Shaughnessy picks up the ball in the midfield and just plays a pinpoint pass through to Nicky and. And it, it it's just, just rounds the keeper and slots it in, but it's that confidence and that that fluidity in our play that we've lacked for so much of this season. But now it seems to be every game it's just falling into place. And at the beginning of the season, obviously we were confident we'd got a good team, we'd got a we'd got a good manager, good manager. Jury's still out on that one a bit. Fans are a bit divided, but we're now starting to see why John Dempster was given the job, why the faith was given him and why he was given the budget to go out and bring these players in because we are now playing good football with good players and now we're starting to get the attendances that follow. It's starting to become a bit more of a positive atmosphere and it all stems back to actually just playing good football it is a momentum thing in that obviously positivity brings positivity which is that sort of thing let's keep on the subject of Otis Khan for a moment though if you're picking a stag side is he the first name on your team sheet at the minute certainly is on mine yeah. definitely he has yeah. been for quite a few weeks to be honest as well he's uh, like I said he's the one from, from pre-season that probably looked the bright spark even when everyone else seemed to sort of be, be struggling a little bit with confidence he's the one that still looked to be the most creative so uh, and, and the good thing is his performance has been getting even better which is again going to be giving more confidence but the, the issue you mentioned just a minute ago there as well about the early on in the season a little bit sort of like the lack of movement from other players a lot of that is trust as well and I think now if they can trust other players to do something with the ball and not give it away so if they if, you know if Otis Khan gets the ball right now or, or Connor Shaughnessy the ones that are, seem to be finding the, the yellow shirts all the time and, and Playing creative passes and, and etc. Et they know now if, if Mal Benning gets the ball, plays it into his car, he knows that he can carry on going. He doesn't have to worry about getting back because he, he can trust his players now to, to give him the ball and, and keep keep possession. Whereas before, we wasn't doing that, we was giving it away, which then puts you automatically in defensive mode because you just think, well, he's just going to give it away in a minute. So, what's the point of me making that 20 yard run up, run up field if, if we're just going to lose it? So, there's so much more than just. Than just it's not just that one individual player getting the confidence. Then it's the rest of the team having confidence in that player as well. I think absolutely. Well, let's hear from the man himself. Let's hear from the man of the moment. Let's hear from the Stags midfielder, the man who's the first name on the team sheet at the moment, and the man who's creating all the goals for Andy Cook. 
it's Otis Khan. I feel like I'm just getting better and better. Obviously, my confidence is going higher and higher. I'm back playing on the left where I enjoy it. Um, I'm happy playing in the team, playing free. Um, I'm just doing my best for myself and the team. That's all I can do. You know, I'm playing well and I'm, I'm doing, doing it right. Just, like I said, enjoying myself, uh, playing how I know I can play. Um, I've always, since been younger, enjoyed taking people on. So I just got into that mindset, really, and played free and helped my teammates out. I think when they start giving up, really, um, start of the game, everyone's buzzing with the intensity. Uh, they want to write you, want to get close to you. And towards the end, um, people just letting you have the ball pretty much. Um, especially when we scored, I think they gave up a bit after what's happened with them. They haven't really had the best of runs. And the fact that he went a goal down and was controlling most of the game, I think they did give up, really. Definitely still more to come. I've still got the assist for Cookie. Um, I won't get that important goal yet, which ain't come. Um, I've had the chances. He's just getting that goal. So I think once I get the assist and the goal thrown in the game, um, I'll be a bit happier. They keep him coming, um, getting into positions. Um, I know the strikers are going to be in there, so I just deliver it to a good area. Um, I know they're going to be in there to finish the chances. We've got good strikers. And I know if I get into positions and they do, um, we'll finish the chances. Um, I know what his uh, strengths are. His strengths are obviously headers, winning the ball. He's good in the air. So I know if I beat my man and I get the ball in there, he's got uh, like a really good chance of scoring. So I'm just doing my bit, then he does his bit for the team and gets on the end of them. We've changed recently to the 4-4-2 formation. We've been doing more of that work on the training ground. Cook is coming in, so we know his aerial presence is um, he's very strong. So I think the stuff that we've been doing in training has definitely helped with the game. That's Stags midfielder Otis Khan speaking early this week to I Follow Stags. You can watch that in full and lots of other great content on there uh, on mansfieldtown.net forward slash I Follow. The left wing is Otis Khan's best position, Cam, but what is a ghost's favourite position under the goalposts? I was going to press the bell then. I that it turned out. Good. It didn't deserve a bell. No, it didn't. That, that, I thought that was class. That was better than the first one, surely. It deserved one of them. Eh, eh, no, I ain't got that. Was, that was better than the first joke, surely? No? No. no. <sighs> Onwards we go. Uh, <laughs> can we just get on with the podcast and stop ghouling around? No, that's look, That's a worse joke than mine. That had no backbone. Yeah, it. absolutely no. It was like, that was like <laughs> death. I feel like you've killed it off. Evil. You put this podcast in a coffin. Let's move on very quickly. On last leg, Come on, leg. pumpkins, let's go. Uh, let's move along, let's move along. Uh, obviously, Otis Khan there speaking. He's been pivotal to our form in October. We mentioned earlier on, Nath, that the um, the form in October's uh, been much, much better. What are you looking for, realistically, then, from the next three league games? I'm going to bring in the, the, the cup games as well. I'll exclude Burton because I do I, I do believe that we're not going to progress out of the group this year. I would like Have to see. Faith. Us. Have um, faith. I, I think I, I just don't think we've been strong enough because the, the two opening group games. We're going to go out and we're going to win 4-0 I'm Telling you right. If if, if that right. happens, does it matter? Yes or no? Yes. Does it matter? Yes or no? No. Are you going to go to the game year. anyway? Yes. Exactly. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> That's. I'll tell you why it's it money. matters. It's money. If we win, it's money. Yeah, I'll tell you why it matters. There's two, there's two reasons, well, three reasons, really. The first is, obviously, it's prize money up for grabs, and good prize money as well. The second is it's against a good League One club who, let's be fair, the model of the club and the level of the club in terms of supporters, location, and etc., 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 is where we want to be in probably three, four years' time. We want to be at that level steady at League One maybe pushing Championship if we can third if you look at the fixture list 
Colchester at home obviously then Burton away in the cup then we've got the FA Cup game against Chorley and then two tough away games at Maxfield and Swindon you forgot we- about the uh, FA Cup replay Mm, funny. Um, if we get a good result against Colchester, that will make it two wins on the spin. A win against Burton, regardless of the fact that we're probably going to change all 11 players, is another win. And it's momentum. That's the three reasons. That's why it matters to me. But I know it doesn't matter to other people. So let's discount that one. Let's push that out. Let's kill it. Let's send it away on the witch's broomstick and put it in the cauldron to burn another well, day. More than five let's, or six. Let's, let's, so. let's, I've had too many. I yeah. know. Uh, let's look at. It has four games, okay? The three league games and the FA Cup game against Chorley. Two home, two away, two away, two away. You like that? <laughs> that one was accidental, to be honest. That'll be, that'll be fair. Um, they are yeah, laughing, though, so maybe these accidental games uh, are worth that it. Wasn't that wasn't too bad. Yeah, it was, was better. better, thank you. Um, anyway, um, I can't remember what I was going to say. I've got all my four games. Four games. Four games. Four games. Two home, two away. Four wins. Is that unrealistic? Yes. Very yes. unrealistic. Is it? Yes. Really? I'd take three and a draw. I'd also say that's pretty unrealistic. Really? I, I think three, our away, our away three form's not that dra- bad. Three and a draw, mi- it would be minimum for me. Our away form's alright. If we can get a draw after Saturday, great. Win the rest. I think we've, got to be beat, we've got to be winning Saturday. Got to be winning Saturday and we've got to be hammering Chorley. Simple as. Yeah, and then we've got to be beating Macclesfield because they're a struggling side. And they've not been paid. And, and they've not been paid, so they might not turn up anyway. And then that takes you to the end of the month. Swindon will be on a bit of a bit of a buzz. We need to be winning that as well. But I don't think four wins is unrealistic. I'm, I'm, I'm admiring the optimism, I, I'll give you that. But Always be optimistic. <laughs> All realistic. You've got Nate, to do that as well. Lost, Nate, you're such a pessimist. <laughs> seriously, man. No, seriously. I, Look, I'm just I, trying I, to galvanise us here, all right? Ding. Hey. hey. Thank you. That, I, I, obviously, that would, be, um, that would be incredible, but I don't want to get carried away. Yes, we've had a good month and some good results, but we uh, we haven't really beaten anybody in that. It's not getting carried away. It's just carrying no, the no, momentum no. It's, on. It's, yes, which would be perfect, but it's also not getting carried away. We haven't beaten anybody fantastic yet and we've got some really difficult games as in I, I agree Man, uh, Manchester Macclesfield away it's nearly uh, Macclesfield away yes that is a that, that is a game that we need to win given their circumstances and things like that and yes they're up in the top half of the table at the moment but I don't think they'll be there come the end of the season if we even have a club that is um, so um, yes that one is an absolute win it must must win but so it was last season we came over 1-1 draw it was a tough place to go and so we can't forget that, but I do fancy us for that one. But Colchester, for me, I think at the end of the season they're going to push in for top three. Yes, we're at home, but we're not doing very well at the moment there. But obviously a great opportunity to try and turn it around. And the way we're performing, I wouldn't completely write us off. But Swindon away, they have turned over quite a lot of teams this season, some good teams as well. So I just think that's going to be very. I just think it's, a, it's. I think it's a tough month. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I think it's going to be. I think it's a harder month than what last month. Well, than October has, has been. But the form we went into October with, we were saying this. This could be a disaster. Yeah, and we, I we, accept that. Yeah. We're now on the point of this actually could be all right if yeah. we can go through the next month unbeaten. Put it this way: and we said at the start of the month. To, to get through October as a minimum unbeaten would be great and we've very we've come 99% maybe 90% close to, to doing that hmm. so um, I, I don't think saying four three definitely three wins from the three league games I don't think that's unrealistic for me no. aim high that's all it would be nice the, it, com- it would be the very confidence nice. from the players is there 
Why can't we do it? Let's just shake off the cobwebs. No. And, and just go for it. The, the issue I've got, I fancy us going forward right now, and I believe in what we're doing a little bit more, but it's a defensive frailty that we've got. So yeah, but we've, we've been all against... right defensively recently. We've not let in stupid, silly goals like we did earlier this season. Mm. All round... Baseball, really. Yeah. I mean, two against right. Hartford right. were pretty... Poor defensively. Yeah. And Conrad Logan kept us in it massively. Exactly. And that's against a team. So that's against, sorry, well, well against Warsaw, he also kept us in it. And that's, and that's what we were against, meant, yeah. yeah, and that's against a team that is not very good at the moment. Now, this is, my, this is what I'm saying. All I'm saying is, I, I, I think we've had a great month and I applaud us for doing very well and I'm happy the way things are going at the moment. But we are going to come up against tougher opposition. You can't ignore that because the teams that we're playing, in particular Swindon and Colchester, I'm talking about them two in particular, are, are doing very well this season. They've got much better players than what we've come up against this month. Uh, so it's going to be harder. But uh, if we can't play the way we are, there's no reason why we can't win them. I can see another Alex McDonald-esque argument <laughs> about to <laughs> boil over in the cauldron of the Halloween. Yeah, but the players are galvanised. And the, to be honest, if and we've if, got the confidence, and if what? Otis Khan carries on with his tricks, he might give us a treat. Who knows? Oh no! And on that right. note, let's hear from ding. Let, let's hear from the stage boss, John Dempster, who's been talking about October as a month, and of course, what's been critical to that? The four four tomb. No, sorry, two. <laughs> we said probably six weeks ago we felt it was going that way, and it has. Um, the, the most important thing is now we can only control the future. That that month's nearly been and gone, um, and, and we want to have a positive November. Um, got some interesting fixtures. We've got an FA Cup bout as well, but we won't look too far forward now. We, we need to concentrate on Colchester, who are a team that have been together for a number of years. Um, they've had a good start, although they're you know they're only three points ahead of us now. I think, um, and if we can get a positive on positive result on Saturday that would be back to back wings and then you know the, the team would be going into the FA Cup bout against Chorley in a, a very positive mindset when you're playing with a back three and wing backs um, the wing backs have performed well but we kind of analysed where the crosses were coming in from and they were deeper than the 18 yard box which makes it very difficult to score from when you've got two wider players, if you like, as in a, a wide midfielder and a fullback, um, it gives you more numbers in wide areas, which allows you to work the ball a little, bet, a little bit better and get a bit higher up the pitch before you cross. And of course, you saw on Saturday um, and against Forest Green that Andy Kirk thrives off crosses, but so does Nicky Maynard. You look at he, he's had a couple of headers, um, one against Walsall, he, he had one against Salford that he was very unlucky with. And he scored a, a, a brilliant, well-worked goal against Oldham um, from a, an aerial duel. So we want to get crosses in the box, uh, but it's important how we get there. You know, we want to work the ball through the thirds and and maintain possession when it's not on to go forward. But whenever we can go forward, we're keen to be positive and um, get the ball towards the opposition's goal. And if you look at our goals for column, uh, we're up there with the best in the league. It's tightening up at the back that we need to concentrate on and, and, and maintain our kind of goal-scoring record. Because if we do that, I'm repeating myself, we'll keep we'll keep working our way up the, the, the football league. Stags boss, John Dempster speaking to I Follow Stags. You can catch that in full on mansfieldtown.net yeah. forward slash I Follow, of course. Uh, it was mentioning there about the we're up there with the best goals, Tony. What was your comment, mate? <laughs> well, I'm Cam's as well. Because of the Alden game, really, yeah. we are up there. But I like his, uh, his, his 
sort of positive way of looking at it. Absolutely, you've got to be positive in these situations, haven't you? You certainly are. Uh, obviously, talking there about the change in formation, good to know as well that it's not just uh, an enforced change of hand. They've done the research in terms of the stats, playing that 4-4-2. We mentioned it weeks and weeks ago, we had to find an identity, and I think playing with a back four, whether it's a 4-3-3 or a 4-4-2 with wide players, that is Mansfield's identity under John Dempster, and that's something we really need to nail down and keep working on. So when those players like Matt Preston get the opportunity to come back in, like your Hayden White, can really do some damage. Because when Hayden White is fit and available, that frees up Kellen Gordon to push up a bit bit more. Uh, you've got Mal Benning who can push on his little bit. CJ, I'm sure, will uh, be um, be getting into the um, into the groove of things a little bit as, as well once he gets a bit of game time a bit more confidence back we've got a good squad on paper who are capable of playing in those different formations but at the moment that 4-4-2 is Mansfield's key identity and something which could drive us forward couldn't it Cam? Well definitely and I think yeah, well, it, I'm going to have a bell by the way for every time you answer a question with oh definitely oh, you know it's doesn't oh, lie does it lie I've noticed definitely. it for the past three uh, years yeah me too that's why I just bring it up because <laughs> we've got the bell oh great there we go um <laughs> Oh, train oh, God's sake. Um, but yeah, so. You're conscious now, aren't you? Shut up. He is, yeah. Shut up. He's shut up. Shut up. You can see the clogs turning. He's, he's, he's killed him off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were playing very rigid football. Can you remember the question? <laughs> I had to come on. Uh, I'll give you that. Sorry, Joe, go on. We've been playing very rigid football. We have had to stick to a specific style of football. That, you struggled with that, didn't you? Shut well. up. <laughs> I'm going home in a second. <laughs> so, <laughs> we've had to play a certain time of football. Why did you change it that time around? Why did you not repeat the word? Because I knew you were going to take the mic. <laughs> um, so, we had to take. Spin it out. This is on. what this podcast has turned me into. Just a mess, honestly. Um, are you going to behave? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So, through injuries. We've had to play, obviously, a certain type of football. It's not worked. Now we're getting these key players back. I know... It's all right, th- we'll bandage your mouths up like mummies. <laughs> no. Yes, 4 4 Seriously, why? Why do I come every week? Right, we're here to talk about football. <sighs> Halloween doesn't matter. Mansfield matters. Oh, I got it out. Thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why does anyone watch this? Jeez. Um, so we've got we've had key players out injured. Your Danny Rose, your Nicky Maynard, your Andy Cooks have all been injured recently. Now they're starting to come back in. We've now got that flexibility. We've got a good eleven to put out, but then we have also got players that are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't handle this. But we have got players. But now because we're not having to play the bench in, in the first team we're playing that we've got that flexibility that we can change style during the game we've got different players that can influence the game so you could bring Otis onto the right side and put CJ on the left if you wanted to You want to, if you wanted to go a bit more direct a little bit more pace or if you wanted to shore it up at the back you just drop into that back five and Connor Shaughnessy drops into the into uh, right side centre back or um, for centre of the three so we have got that flexibility and it literally was fi- finding that rhythm where we had a good starting team but then had 
being actually being able to change it during the game or change it completely for the game. And I think now that we've actually got like a settled system, we're not ridiculously hard to predict. Like go as as an opposition, teams know we play four four two, but when we we've got that flexibility to switch it up, it, it gives a bit more of an edge. Gives us that cutting edge that we can just, just any That's any moment we could just switch as wingers. Or, or I, don't, I don't think it matters that if we're going to predict, be predictable with that formation well, exactly. because as, as we said there Otis Khan can switch it's what those individual players do on that pitch and if we can switch individual players around that formation and slight, like you say and slight, make slight adjustments that could be the, the difference with, with those fine margins of, of changing the game and, and making things different if it's not going your way so I'd, I'd agree with that but what, what you also said there which I thought was quite important is the fact that we seem to be settled a bit more now, so we're settling into this formation, which I think is what we needed, because you could say for a lot of the season so far, certainly at the very beginning, you could tell that the players didn't seem settled, which didn't make sense because we're playing the same formation that we did last year, but obviously something was different, but at least now we're looking a bit more like, as you said as well, we have a bit of an identity to us, and I think the players are buying into it. I suppose that comes from... Sorry, Cam, I suppose that comes from... like having a carbon copy life you've been used to something for so long so you've been with one partner and then you get another partner but you do exactly the same things you go to the same places you go to the, you do the same things you eat the same foods it's the same thing but there's a, there's a weirdness about it which doesn't quite feel right and you need somebody at some point to say look this isn't going to work if we carry on down that road we need to step back and find our own identity and I think John Dempster has had like we said a, a couple of times I've said before it was like te- going from teaching nursery to year 11s for him in, in the contrast between academy and first team he's managed to get that a bit more experience now he's got the team around him got the knowledge around him and the players have finally brought into that and we are now moving away from that path which I think has reduced that toxicness I didn't say toxicity close enough close enough Uh, toxicness I went for Uh, it's reduced that negativity and and finally it started to become free flowing we've just been unlucky with those suspensions those injuries which have come as part of that transition and I think maybe if we'd have had another um you know, maybe month or so in pre-season. I know that sounds crazy. We might have actually not been in this position at the table. We might actually be further up there, which is why this month is so important for getting those three wins. Which is why I said it. But fortunately, we had a bit of a corpse in laughing fit there. Look, that was not a gag. That was just a genuine line. Right? Do you think like we've been more positive recently? Oh, definitely. Being we're playing better football. Do you think it comes down to player player confidence, player mentality, and I think a massive thing comes back to bringing Drew Broughton in. It seems it just seems that the players are more positive. It's just everything seems to be a lot happier, and I don't know what goes off behind the scenes, like what actually gets said to the players, but they just seem to be a lot. A lot more positive, and I think I think it was a Scunthorpe game. I think Nicky Maynard. I think it was like full time, and Nicky Maynard just went straight off the pitch. It just didn't seem happy, and now it's 
everything just seems a lot well, more Well, I'm, I'm going to stop you there because I think I, I think you're saying that, but also Nicky Maynard got wrongly substituted on Saturday and was not happy about that either. Right, yeah. uh, but there you go, each to their own. I'm going to go to some sense now. Uh, comments from you lovely people at home. Definitely Keep them coming in uh, because, let's be honest, this is becoming a bit of a car crash between us three. It always does, but that is what makes Mansfield matter so... Oh, it's scary, isn't scarily, it? Scarily, frighteningly beautiful. No, uh, Callum's been in touch. He says, we've got some really tough games coming up. If you look at our squad on paper, we should be giving these next five games a blooming good run for their money. I also wasn't sure about what you said about uh, the other week about Alex McDonald, but he's definitely an away game player. Uh, Simon says, uh, evening, boys. How are you all? Let's deal with that first. How are we all? Good. Are we well, good, good. Good, yep. good, we hope you are good, too. Good. Um, we need to start picking up points at home. That's where we are falling down. We need to start putting the frighteners on other teams. Oh, oh yeah, God, I, I know. I don't know if he meant that or no, not, but, I, I, but yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, Joel's also been in touch and, and asked, I know it may be early, but what position do you think we need to strengthen in January? Good uh, question, because it will be upon us soon, more sooner than we know, because supermarkets are already selling Easter eggs. True fact. Wow. Where would you... <laughs> Uh, like to see a strengthen in uh, the January transfer window, Nate? Um, for me, it's probably a, a, a creative midfield player. Uh, really? Yeah. I yeah, yeah, I'd go along with that. Actually, Two yeah. weeks ago, we were all saying the same thing. Yeah, go along with that. So, um, yeah, for me, a creative mid midfield player and probably... Um, well, I, I, I'd get Sean to see on, a, on, a, on another six-month we've got Sean for the season it's uh, off a line we haven't oh, to right, be honest okay. I like right. him but let's just put holes in it was alright in Oldham game but he came on against nine men yeah I think he's going to do a job for us but probably just through January I think, that's I probably think, yeah. Yeah. is he to make the numbers up till January yeah, yeah pretty much but, uh, yeah. which is fair and then just uh, the defence I think maybe I don't, I don't know because I suppose once everyone's back fit the defence especially if we're going with a four at the back you probably say we've got enough there. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah, I, for me, it's probably I I wouldn't want to see massive changes. I think for me, the big thing would be probably a, just a, a really decent creative midfielder, a bit like a, a Ben Whiteman player type yeah. type player coming in. That's what even if it's a loan or whatever. That's oh, if only had the need. money to bring him back, quality. Yeah, still yeah. ripping it up in League One for Donny. Absolutely. Well, anyway, but yeah, you, before he came to us, he wasn't really known as. He, he wasn't at the levels he is now I'm not saying that we got him there we're just saying we yeah, didn't know he was going to do that but is. there's going to yeah. be other players out there that are going to be a similar style to him and I think that's what we, we could do with not a George Grant but <laughs> uh, more of a Ben Whiteman style absolutely I think same position but maybe looking at another wide another wide player to provide some competition on the the right hand side uh, as well Cannon Gordon can can play there and um, Sterling James if he gets a chance yeah, Sterling James <laughs> if he gets a, uh, a chance but for me I, I think we need another wide, an out and out winger an attacking winger yeah. who's not defensive minded someone who can do basically a, a, a clone of Otis Khan yeah. if we can can we, it's Halloween. Can we not clone him anyway? No. No? No. No. Uh, Callum also says, get your bell ready, because this is genius. Uh, this, this, be uh, this beats mine. I'm gonna, I, in fact, I'm going I'm to stand up and I'm going to applaud your comment. Um, re you ready for this? No. Here we go. Whatever happens, we've got to creep it real. Oh. I love, I'm loving that. Great. 
Uh, Libby asks who's your player and, uh, of the month and why I think I'll count down from three and we'll all say just surname only go one two three and then player's name you ready surname yeah. only one two three Carl Hogan what I've got actually he's got a point go for it let's praise Conrad because to be fair against Warsaw he did deserve it because he was my man of the match he was and another ph- game was phenomenal and keepers in at the game at, at Grimsby didn't do anything other than pick the ball out and then out against Oldham Forrest Green kept us in it yeah that's the one and there's another game Salford could have lost by a hell of a lot more mm. if they had four shots back in well just that all round defensive performance yeah because lacking confidence in the goalkeeper has been huge this season but it's getting better and then Walsall some fantastic saves and I think it's it's easy to pick out the players further up the field that are doing well rather than picking out the players that you probably don't cast an eye on as much you'd hope that you wouldn't have to see someone like Logan pulling out absolute worldies uh, because you, you think the defence do a good enough job but when when we haven't defended well Logan's been there to back us up and I think just all round has been a fantastic month Otis has slowly over the season got better and better and better but Logan this month uh, this month alone is twice the player that he was at the start of this season and I think I think that's down to not only being a obviously uh, number one goalie at the minute but also taking on that extra role doing the coaching that that added responsibility has really made him step up his game well exactly because when obviously like when you're a coach you obviously have to watch back games you have to watch back um, different types of drills what you can do in training warm-ups and things like that I think it broadened his horizons a little bit more and, and not only just like focusing on just being a goalkeeper it's actually like being predicting like things like if a player is going to make a run, like are you prepared to cover that position? Are you prepared to come here? And it just seems more confident and it just an all round better, better player. I think as well, you, we've got to give him so much credit because I think if there's any player out there that's had, he, he's certainly had it the hardest the start of the season oh, yeah. with the stick he's, he's had. So to be able to deal with that stick because if I was him I, I, I would have left yeah. <laughs> I, said, I just because I, I wouldn't have been able to deal with it and obviously everyone's different and different personalities and um, you know and, and, and he's a professional footballer he's probably had it else, you know, somewhere before so he, he can be used to it a little bit but it still can't be easy so to deal with that and still come out and, and play in probably one of the most important positions on a, on a football field for any team in, in goal you know when you make a mistake it's usually costly and you don't get that anywhere else on the pitch so for him to do that, keep going at it and come out and then start putting the performances that he's in, so I, think I agree with you. He probably has been one of the better players this month. When when things are going well, who's who automatically is fine? Who do you pick out as like the key people? You, always you pick, pick out your manager grabbers. and you go for your strikers, your goal scorers. When things are going wrong, who are the first you pick out? Your defenders, your goalkeeper. Your managers. Your yeah. managers. <laughs> And it's it's such a such a pressure environment to be in because if you slip up and it costs you a game, as a goalkeeper it's massive. As a player, you've got that. If if you're a striker and you mess up, you've got the midfield that can, then can back you up, maybe the win ball back or at least stop them from attacking. 
same again with the midfield if you mess up there's defenders there but when you're a defender and a goalkeeper there is no one else to to pick up your pieces so to go from like so such a fragile defense a few weeks ago to a, a more solidified one now my phone's in my pocket ding 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 ding, ding, ding. right you can't right we're just gonna break off it you can't say we're gonna have a podcast bell and then put, put the app back in your pocket halfway through this is why we need a real this one is no commitment right. whatsoever no commitment my point is we've gone from such a, a poor defensive performance as a whole for most of the season to getting better and now it's improving even more I just think it's a, just a massive thing say one thing which I, I really didn't think I'd have said a month ago but actually at the moment it would be very very harsh to drop him for, for, for Bobby that's how I'd feel if, if he dropped him now for Bobby on Saturday I would think that's very harsh on Logan and, and if, he, if a month ago I'd have said put him in there if he had one leg so that's the difference <laughs> in, in Conrad Logan's performances for me he, he's done well and he deserves some praise for a change uh, one man who's uh, been mentioned in there as well uh, Joel says that Sweeney's been immense in there as well and we did miss him to be fair when he was uh, suspended for that game you could tell the absence was uh, was felt uh, met him the other week as well he came down to uh, Football and Community's uh, October overload final day tomorrow for ages 5 to 15 by the way if you want to get involved with that Girls United Day as well uh, as well all girls day there as well um, that's, that's my job that's what I get paid for Um yeah, fantastic guy, great as well. He's, as uh, Joel says, he has been immense in there as well. It'd be interesting to see him maybe take up that um, that leadership role a little bit more on uh, Saturday with with Christian Pierce absent. Uh, opposite comment though to what we've been saying uh, tonight as well. Uh, obviously, everyone entitled to their opinion and to have their say on their team. That is what this podcast is all about. Richard says, to be honest, I just think go. It's going to be a long season. I know Dempster said nice to see us climbing the league, but I don't see it. Salford at home uh, was a bad result on the same points. Then lost. Uh, going to take us three games just to get above them. Can't carry on like that, or we're going to be lower than we think. We've wasted important games I agree we have wasted important games so far this season but like we said earlier um, it's that transition period and sometimes you can't afford to try and find your identity and transition in the middle of a season that's why sometimes when teams who are in bad form and change managers you know like uh, Oldham have done uh, this season with the change there like Stevenage have done it's a difficult time it'll be when you change your manager it's a difficult time to transition it would be very interesting to see uh, what happens actually with Morecambe obviously rock bottom of the league at the moment Jim Bentley the former longest serving manager in uh, the entire time of the league for this he's season. resigned there to go to, to Fylde uh, wish him all, all the best obviously good luck to Kevin Allison and whoever takes the reins there but it'll be an interesting transition to see what happens there sink or swim it's this, it's been the same for, for Mansfield and unfortunately we were thrown in the deep end without any armbands we've had to learn quickly a little bit like like I said earlier it's about not getting carried away we've had a good month but was, I, I still have uh, the opinion that we haven't really beat anybody of yeah. who are, of, of any sort of real Grimsby have been in a, a, a decent form they were when we played them I'll give you that but they haven't been since so yeah but we that's because we like, yeah I, I, I'll give you that but aside from that we every team we've beat so far uh, are pretty much down uh, near the bottom 
So all, all this is what I'm saying. That we've got some very tough games to come up for this month, and it could things can change very quickly. But the one positive I'm going to say, because I've I've been one of the biggest crit- critics to. Uh, John Dempster out there there has been improvements and I, you know, I don't want to ignore that so Absolutely. Um, I think that's where yes things still aren't perfect yes. and we're not where we want to be in the league but we that's because of the bad start we had but at least things are looking better and that's the most important thing do you think we'd play a little better and score more goals if Rose was playing that's from Libby uh, I think that's a difficult one to say for me personally because if you look at the light for light change let's be honest Rose, Cook and Maynard are never going to play together as a front three at the moment because we're going to go with that four and that would isolate Khan a little bit. So what it's, an it's, attack it's, that would be. It would be a great attack, but I don't think we're likely to see it unless we're on a real good run of form. Um, I think you're always going to have one of them on the bench to bring on because I'd rather have one to bring on in case there's a bad game where it's not quite working so I think for me it's like for like if Cook wasn't scoring the goals Rose would be scoring the goals so I don't think there'd be too much difference because you certainly wouldn't be getting put it this way if Rose was still in the side his game's different to what Andy Cook's is at the minute and I don't think you'd be getting as much out of Khan if Rose was in the team and that's not a negative toward Danny I think that's just it's just the, the fact of the way we play with those two yeah, playing off each other time, yeah. different yeah. times different styles it'd be great to see that happen at some point in the season uh, Joel says or asks where do you think Graham and Davis will fit into the squad when back fit I'm deciding whether to be nice or not because I was either going to say bench or dropped completely I think Davis if he can get fit and um, I think that's going to be a big ask if he does it's going to be very late because it's not just fit it's match fit as well so I think that's a big big thing for him but I think if we could get him fully fit I think he could certainly play a part if we was struggling a little bit with Rose or Cook because I think he's that type of player to so there's someone trying to ring the camera is it talking watch talking watch now okay um, <laughs> I suppose it's talks more sense than you so there you go yep what? ding that, that sorry is that, is that too far yeah sorry mate Poor. sorry it's not nice so, sorry it what, just wasn't the time for it oh he's got one in there what you know your watch oh very good no very I good. am not applauding that can we go back to the uh, football, but anyway so yes Davis can we turn um, back time and uh, go back to the original question <laughs> yeah so if, I think if we was lacking if, if Cooker uh, uh, or and Rose were out then he would be that sort of type of player to come in Um I think Jordan Graham's opportunities are probably only going to be if we get some injuries. I think because at the moment, who would you go for, Jordan Graham or Jimmy? Jordan Graham or Jimmy Knowles at the moment? Did he go for? Did Graham play in the youth, the youth FA Cup youth team game or not? No, no. no. Yeah. Still he needs to, he needs to get some minutes, doesn't he? Somewhere. That's it. We're not getting the reserve games either at the minute. No, not maybe, maybe a You don't get the reserves yeah. until more after Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe a, a loan would be right for yeah, Graham at the moment. Conference, conference North, conference nationally. If there's someone that that needs that, that'd be a good push for him. <laughs> Probably Chesterfield at their state at the minute. Well, we wouldn't loan the place to Chesterfield. No, well, really sure. yeah, we've loaned off them before. Well, that's true, but don't be ridiculous. Managed DSRE, don't bugger all. But exactly. There you go. Uh, Richard says, I know football fans can be harsh, but if we finish in the bottom in the bottom half, to me that's not an improvement at all, at all football wise or as a. Oh yeah, absolutely. We, this is why we need. Last said it earlier on the show. This is why we need this month to go and beat 
Wigan and try and get those three wins because we need to be pushing top half. Yeah. Make no bones about it, John Radford will have outlined targets for John Dempster at points this season. And if he doesn't meet them, I'm sure he will meet the same fate as David Flickcroft met. It's oh, as simple yeah. as that. So Football it. is a hard Unfortunately, game. Unfortunately, I think if he don't achieve top three by the end of the season, I think that'll be the outcome. Yes, yeah. I think playoffs. I think playoffs is realistic. Anything lower than playoffs, it's just a total failure. I think, yeah, it's an absolute must. Because yeah. we've got a better team than we did last season. Yeah, absolutely. But what I, I still think if we get playoffs and don't go up, I still think you will not be in a job come the end of the end of the after the end of the season. Well, I, I, same as Dave, then, isn't it? Absolutely. I'm going to stop you there because I believe that today. Have you heard the news from the one course stadium today? No. About the new signing, John Dempster has brought in a brand new signing. What? Yeah, yeah. If it's a Halloween joke, I'm walking out. He has made a brand new signing. His name is Casper, and he's been brought in to raise Michael. the spirits. Casper no, Michael. No, Casper the friendly ghost to I raise the that. spirits. <laughs> no. I got excited. I thought it was Casper Michael. Oh, we're not going for that. No. no. Oh, okay. Boo. Boo. Dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Uh, let's uh, move <laughs> swiftly on. Thanks for all your questions and comments uh, tonight. That's all we've got time for in terms of the questions and the comments. We have got a bit of uh, housekeeping to do. It's that time of the show again for the pound prediction game. It is Thursday. It's the 31st of the month, which means for most people, it is payday. Pam, for the last 7,000 weeks, has been promising to bring in his moolah. Cam, can we see the colour of your money or do you have another excuse? Oh, what have we got there? We've got a crisp £5 note. Check it. Which isn't enough. <laughs> ah, no. Okay, but yeah, as Nathan said, why has the Queen got a moustache? I've got one in the hands as well to test it. Have you? Yeah. Might need it. Yeah. Uh, go on, do the honours, put it in the pound prediction part. I, I will scrub it. Two quid next week. Oh, oh, no. I will scrub that out. Are we doing just league? Yeah, we'll just leave. Oh, that's fine. Just leave. Ah, next week, then. Just leave. Just next week. Just leave. Just leave. That's fine. Uh, oh, yeah. It's obviously, well, you can predict a draw in the FA Cup in terms of getting a replay, but that means you've got to do it again. And we'll just go with the league. Go, go with the league. league. Go with the league. <laughs> um, let's give you a quick recap of how the game works. We have to correctly predict the scoreline of the game on the head. If I say win 2 1 and we win 3 1. I don't get the point because it's we have to get it absolutely spot on which means so far this season there's only been two points me and Nathan at the moment are sharing the contents of the pot at the end of the season if it stays like this Cam is yet to score which is probably why he's not being bothering putting his money in oh, yeah, pretty, pretty much, much. Yeah. let's face it Shocking. Uh, last week I was so close Nathan you went with I can't remember now two all draw I don't know. Oh, podcast, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was pretty close actually. Yeah, we were both close. Yeah. We were both close. I went with a three-one win. We won two-one. I was absolutely gutted for the second time. Uh, it's still not season. as good as the Forest Green away reaction. Yeah, that I was, was incredible. I, I was, yeah, I was fuming. Let's let's be honest. But here is my pound. I'm going to put. It's all in twenty p's this week, by the way, as well. <laughs> I've run out of pound coins, uh, so I'm going to put it in the pound prediction pot, uh, and I will. Uh, in fact, I'll go with. I'll let Cam predict first because he's finally paid his, his money. Um, so, Cam, give me your prediction for Colchester at home on Saturday, please. Two-one win. Or are we going for a two-one win? Nathan, can I see the colour of your money, please? Can indeed. Oh, neither Nathan's paid up as well. What we've we got there? Five. So yeah, brilliant. No Nathan. euros. I no, no, there's no euros in there. They are all pound coins. Flooding in here. Are they real? I'm not biting. 
Well, here we go. Nathan's is in the pot. Can Top I have your points. prediction for uh, Saturday, please, against Colchester? <sighs> I'm ready to be uh, abused again, but I'm going to go for a 2-1 defeat. Oh, he's got You're such a pessimist. He is. All right, I'm going to go through the, what Nathan's Realistic. predicted so far this year. Here are Nathan's predictions so far this season. Drew to all, which he got right in the opening day. 1-2-0, lost 3-1, 1-2-1, drew to all, lost 3-0, drew 1-all, 1-2-1, lost 2-0, lost 2-1, lost 2-0, 1-1-0, lost 1-0, 1-2-1, drew 2-2, lost 2-1. Nathan's I've predicted more moved. wins there than we've actually won this season. True, but you've also predicted so more defeats. So it doesn't defeats. make me a pessimist, it makes me a realistic. Really? Does it? Come on, that's arguable. Um, right, I will I will go with, I'm going to be brave. <laughs> Here we go, 2-0 defeat. Yeah, uh, no, I'm going to go with, by the way, so far this season I've not predicted a single defeat, by the way. I've gone with wins or draws. And we're both on level and, points. And we are both on level <laughs> points, but I'm sticking with my winning theory and I am going to go for a... 2-0 victory so confidence confident. I'm going for the clean sheet we'll find out who wins at the same time hey. next week and it's, and it's a clean sheet so it's solidified you pair have had the jokes all night now it's my turn are you sure about that? Moving up. You've got to think about who hand, who finishes this show. Come on, it's quarter to eight. Absolutely. Uh, that is it for this <laughs> week. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. If you've been listening to the audio version of this, come and join us next Thursday at 6.30 on the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Halloween matters. Oh, sorry, Mansfield matters. Because Mansfield and Halloween matters. Doesn't. Next week, tune in and join us uh, and expect lots of puns. Uh, lots more puns because it will be close to in fact next week's date is the 7th of November which is close to the so it's going to be an absolute cracker it's going to be an absolute banger a cartwheel a rocket oh, okay. lots of firework puns can I not call I'm terrified of fireworks no, <laughs> might have to set some off next and get some no, fireworks yeah, no, 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 yeah, so, yeah absolutely I'll stay now absolutely uh, we will have lots of gags about fireworks next week because it's bonfire yeah. night for now though let's climb aboard the ghost train and ride it out of here to three points on Saturday at home to Colchester United I've been Craig Proust alongside me Nathan Edge and Cam Felton this is the Mansfield Matters podcast the show for the fans by the fans Catching with all things MCFC on our website, mcfcmatters.co.uk. And don't be frightened, get yourself to the one Court Stadium and cheer the boys on for three massive points as the season continues on Saturday at home to Colchester United. Thanks very much for watching, thanks very much for listening, we'll see you next time. Believe me when I say I, I know because I've, I've played uh, numerous games for Mansfield and when, when the home crowd are with the team, and that's the most important thing, they're with the team, it makes a real difference. Hey Cam, if we were watching a zombie edition of Match of the Day and Gula Lineker said to uh, Alan Shearer, give me the analyst, what would the zombie version of Alan Shearer say? pick the bones out of that one thank you away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's 
Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.